and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by Mr MC. That would be me. You're I, sounding very cheerful today. I'm trying, it's hard. <laughs> it's a facade. <laughs> <laughs> Got a plaster the happy face on, just keep going as my mum said. <laughs> welcome to you episode. You really are Chip, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, it's all gone wrong already. But this is uh, episode 9 of season mm. 3, SWAT, or mm. SWATMC. Mm. Mm. What mm. could it mean? I, I already came up with an acronym last time, I think. Which was? I had something crude. Something crude, <laughs> exactly. That's what it'll be. Um, so, what happened last week, MC, and where are we in the general theme of the story? Well, last week was a Halloween episode that isn't released on Happy on Halloween. It wasn't. There was a spooky in it. There was a. It's a, a ghost. supernatural crime fighting series, like. But there was a ghost in it. Ghosts are extra spooky. Okay, more than zombies or vampires, even yeah. demons. Yeah, I think ghosts are peak spooky. <laughs> you think ghosts are scary? Sorry, audience, mm. just mm. give us a minute. You think ghosts are scarier than vampires, zombies, demons, literal hell beasts? I'm not talking about threat levels but at least with zombies and vampires there's like a physical presence to them Mm. you know they're they're supernatural but there's something there whereas a ghost is just 100% incorporeal spooky alright you won me over sure okay (laughs) (laughs) tell me about what's happening in my dissertation I will Uh, so, yes, there was a spooky. Uh, there was a ghost, in mm-hmm, fact, a ghost mm-hmm. spooky. Um, it was going to be kidnapped or part of a ceremony by some rapscallions from the I Hate Life Club. R.I.P. Hoping to turn into ninjas. <laughs> uh, MC came along, he thwarted that, so did Tifa, and Louise got motherfucking ninja powers. Yeah, she got did. possessed by the ninja ghost. Hell yeah, now she'll be useful. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we've also had this sort of like um, threat of uh, the Tokyo police force are not quite what they seem. Maybe yeah. they fired Tifa because she saw her boss literally murder a man. Yeah. And there's uh, something going on there. Yeah. And I believe MC, we may find out more in this episode. <gasps> I look forward to it. Maybe I don't remember, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my guess. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> Let's find out. It's episode nine, part one. SWAT. Previously on Tomorrow Gason. Tifa, Jay, Louise, Shinokan, MC, and Chip, you all have something to worry about because the Tokyo police force are not quite what they seem. Good night. The phone clicked as Chief Inspector Hirato hung up. Whack! The punch bag crashed into the wall. One almighty kick and been enough for the metal chains that once held it to the bracket. Chip breathed heavily. That's enough training for one day. Shinokan said from behind. Chip turned around, almost surprised. How long have you been standing there? He asked. Long enough. Shinokan replied. Long enough. Does that make me a ninja now? Louise asked with a smile on her face. I guess it does. But I think you need a little test first. MC said. What test? Louise replied. As they opened the door, Jay walked in. Oh, hey guys. What's going on? Louise is a ninja. MC said as they walked past him. See you later. The overgrown bushes and the cold winter shadows gave little cover for Tifa and her standard police gun. Cold winter shadows. (laughs) As opposed to hot (laughs) shadows. Hot summer shadows? Yep. Okay. When she had been sacked from her job as a detective in the Tokyo Police Force, she had handed over pretty much everything she was supposed to. Badge, office... Etc. <laughs> Here you go. Here's my office. <laughs> Wobom. 
Well, as we've established in this law, officers are actually police officers. Oh, that's true. That's so it must have been her like partner or something. Oh, like that. She's okay. Like, you can have my partner office as well. Everything except her gun. I feel like that would be the one thing that they really yeah pay attention to. Yeah, his, uh, we don't care about your office or your badge, but can we have your murder device, please? <laughs> Especially if we fired you for a crime we committed. Might make you a bit angry. Tifa thought some of that camouflage paint the army used would have been handy right now. <laughs> sure, okay, Tifa. She's probably just in a supermarket or something. <laughs> she held her gun at arm's length, just in front of her face. How small are her arms? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she's like a gun up to her face, but that's her arm's length. Is she pointing the gun backwards at herself? <laughs> Is she a T-Rex? <laughs> she held her gun at arm's length, just in front of her face, waiting for the target. Ouch. She caught her hand on a rose bush. A small amount of blood started to trickle out of her arm. Nothing a plaster wouldn't cure later. Plasters cure everything. <laughs> got, a, got a cancer, just put a plaster on it, cures it, fine, no problem. Then, out of the corner of her eye, Tifa spotted one. She didn't have much time to react, as this was supposed to be a quick mission. She darted out from the side of the bush and fired two bullets at the target, hitting it dead centre. In the open now, Tifa could see the rest of her targets. She blasted away until each one had at least one smoking hole in it. Finally, her gun emptied and Tifa went to inspect her work. The targets MC had placed in the back garden of the mansion were old archery targets that he'd picked up at a boot fair. Japanese boot fair. <laughs> Do you think Japanese people have boot fairs? Yeah. yeah. I don't I... think we have any listeners in Japan for obvious reasons. Um, but if... They're like, this is so realistic. It's incredible. The insight into the Japanese way of life and everyday life. It's like I'm actually strolling through Tokyo. <laughs> Tifa asked her boyfriend to set hide them in the garden. Uh, Tifa, uh, God, it's broken me. <laughs> Tifa asked her boyfriend to set hide them in the garden so she could practice her shooting skills. She was slightly afraid that all this time out of the force had made her rusty. But every target had been hit directly in the middle at least once. Tifa flicked her gun and placed it back into its holster, just like Clint Eastwood. Yes, Clint Eastwood is, is well known for <laughs> flicking his gun. Like, does he just hold it and then sort of flick it with his finger with the other hand? I guess. Did she flick it in a sexual manner? <laughs> a small lake of sweat was starting to form on the blue mat, and MC's nose dipped into it every time he entered the down part of a push-up. He was close to beating his push-up record but he still had a way to go. I can get eight this time. <laughs> With his knees on the floor. <laughs> 31,698. He said to himself as he counted. <laughs> he's, That's a realistic number, <laughs> isn't it? He's done 31,698 push-ups. Clearly. Has he been doing them for a year? <laughs> like, like Every time he does a push-up, he just keeps counting. <laughs> like a week later, he's in the gym. He's like, okay, this is 4,000. Okay, here we go. His record of 40,000 push-ups oh. was still a little way off, but he was confident of reaching it. Ninja push-ups. Yes. Are they different to normal push-ups? Do you I do them super know. fast? I guess. 8,303 push-ups later, and MC had set himself a new record. Did you write this? This is actually an episode <laughs> you wrote. I snuck in, uh, hacked into your laptop and changed it. <laughs> he fell to the mat trying to get the essential oxygen back into his arms, which felt like dead weights at the moment. A few moments passed, and MC fell onto his back. One. He started to count the sit-ups. can only do two of those, though. <laughs> Louise wondered why the punch bag was lying on the floor. 
She picked it up and hooked it back onto the wall brackets. She was eager to test her new abilities. <gasps> she was a ninja. She is a ninja. She knew every sort of ninja manoeuvre <laughs> there was to know. And this was without the sort of physical and mental stress MC had been put through. I feel like this is a much better way of becoming a ninja. Yeah, just let a ghost like possess you. Yeah. And boom, ninja. Yeah. Just like Matrix style. Or so it says, Matt Irks. Oh, yeah. Matt Irks. Matt Irks. Just like Matt Irks style, it had all been downloaded into her brain when the spirit of a dead ninja master had possessed her. Just another Tuesday in Japan, <laughs> as our loyal Japanese listeners can to attest They know all about it. Yeah. Uh, also, I feel like Matt Matterx would be like the knockoff version of the Matrix, like, <laughs> it's like some Nigerian version that was you, made for a pound. Your mum gets it for you for Christmas, and you're <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that that's the one, thanks." With lead character Rio <laughs> and Ninity. <laughs> a lot of strange things had happened to Louise during her time in Japan, and this ranked somewhere in the middle. It's <laughs> a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. She tried a simple punch combination first, hitting the bag hard, then a couple of different kicks. Before long, Louise was hitting the bag so hard that her knuckles had busted open and were bleeding. Hardcore. <laughs> I wonder how many push-ups she can do, though. The bag was barely holding onto its chains, and the bolts that held it in place were spitting dust as it eased away from the wall. It's a weird little intro. It seems like we're just kind of dropping in with the characters to see what they're doing. They're all in training mode, apparently. They are. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ninjas running around now. That's true, that's true. Speaking of which, mm. Chip didn't have much in the way of possessions anymore. And what he did have, a bed and a wardrobe in his room, were pushed to the sides, leaving a big space in the centre of the room. He moved gracefully as he went through the motions of a martial arts kata. His eyes closed and head bowed. He tried to remember every little detail of each move. As well as reminding himself of everything he had learnt when he had been a student, learning from Shino Khan in the dojo along with MC, Jack and Lee, Chip also found it very relaxing and peaceful. Almost like meditating. The only time he could really feel like that. Because he's a tortured soul. <laughs> after his heroic sacrifice sent him to a lifetime of hell. Yeah, 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 shortly after he tried to destroy the world and no, kill no, no, all his no, former no, friends. No, 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 just that's not what we're talking about, is it? We're just talking about what happened to him. Maybe because he's going into politics. <laughs> Oh, I'm not that evil. Okay. Chip's not that evil. <laughs> and here we have a non-ninja. Hmm. Jay's sweat burned his eyes as it dripped behind his glasses. But he refused to give in. There was still around 20 minutes left and he was going to keep going, even if it killed him. Track number nine finished and Jay paused his head banging and awaited the next song. The drum intro started and Jay went back to shaking his head violently and continued his rocking out session. I mean... Headbanging for 20 minutes will give you a hell of a headache. Yeah, but come on. I mean, I think that's that shows more stamina than doing like 30,000 push-ups. Oh, yeah. I mean, 30,000 push-ups is easy. That's why we ended on Jay. He's clearly the hardcore one exactly, of the group, you know? Exactly. It was cold, which probably had something to do with the fact it was winter. <laughs> Hirato thought... Clearly, you can tell why he's the police detective. <laughs> still, he earned that position. Still smarter than Tifa. <laughs> True. It was cold which probably had something to do with the fact it was winter, Hirato thought. But he wondered if his funders could have at least included central heating in the training base. Ooh, mysterious. Mm, mysterious backers, eh? Huh. Maybe kickstarted it. <laughs> Hirato punched in the security code, which allowed him access to the base. Also, this is Chief Inspector Hirato, Tifa's yes. former boss. Yes, yes, the evil one. The evil one. 
The base in question was located underneath the Tokyo Police Headquarters. It had been under construction since the early 60s. Holy shit. And Hirata had watched it grow. <laughs> oh, because there was a whole thing about how he may have been involved in Shinokan's father's being killed. Like, he's old. Oh, yeah. yeah. He would almost go as far as to say that it was his baby. But watching the men as they trained, like soldiers, he knew they were his children. The hundred or so men wearing an all-black kit of trousers, shirts and masks were all doing various forms of training, ranging from sparring to weapon use and working on their pads with their senseis. The men all stood to attention when they saw Hirato standing on the platform above them. Hirato wondered how straight they would stand if the real boss was here. Ooh, he's not the real boss. Ooh, oh, is this Mr. Johnson doing my, my Mr. Johnson? Don't know why I was going to a bit of a wise guy kind of thing. <laughs> hey, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Okay, so they're obviously training some sort of army. Yeah. They should have just gone to the A squad. That's what they should have done. Well, I mean, that was a hundred strong army. You like a yeah. hundred armies with a hundred people in it. <laughs> just a good number for an army. What's a chip. big number? One hundred! <laughs> but can they do 30,000 push-ups? Well... Or 30,001 or whatever it was. If they can, then the ninjas are in trouble. That's true. Good morning, gentlemen. He addressed them. Today is a glorious day for us. It is just 24 hours until the very day you have all been training for is upon us. Mm. Now I'm not going to stand here and lecture you on how to defeat your enemy, because I know that you all know how to do that. What I am here to say is that when the time comes and you're starring <laughs> into the eyes of the ninjas, you will show no Mercy. Shit, son. Mm. He's got to go down. He's training an army to go after them, which is exactly the this plot is of original, last week. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of armies trying to kill the ninjas. <laughs> Maybe they should try like 200 people in the That's army. That's not a real number. <laughs> is that more than 30,000? <laughs> the men all roared in unison like they had just won the World Cup. <laughs> yes! What do people cheer over? The World Cup football. <laughs> Hirato ushered silence with his hand. Some more good news. If you all do extremely well and don't die, then I'm thinking a big pay rise is in order. <laughs> the men cheered again. <laughs> what a pep talk. What a, it's good motivation there, right? Money motivates. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them think, well, I was thinking about dying. <laughs> well, that extra five pounds an hour is going to make a real difference. Do you think they're, they're mercenaries rather than some sort of like, you know, like you get the armies that are like trained to yeah, believe in yeah, the mission yeah, yeah, and that yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, because they do seem, I mean, judging from that, they're quite mercenary. Yeah. So. Does mm. that mean they're more dangerous? Or the... Well, I mean, they're not going to fight to the last, are they? If they no. think that the thing's going to, if they're going to lose. They're... Yeah, like extremists and fundamentalists are kind of the more dangerous because they believe in what they're mm. kind of fighting for, right? Mm. But then you could be like, oh, this isn't worth the £7.80 I'm on. <laughs> you know, so. It needs to be at least £8. <laughs> It was tea all round in the mansion as the evening drew on. <laughs> Sounds lovely. <laughs> Sounds very quaint. MC, Louise, Jay, and Tifa all set about doing different things. I like days like this. MC said to Tifa. When it's all quiet, no evil to vanquish. I can just spend the day lounging about. You had to say it, didn't you? You had to <laughs> bloody say it. Then the phone rang. Why did I even bother saying that? MC went to get up, but Louise called out. I'll get it. If there's another apocalypse, tell them to come back when they know what the plural of that word is. MC said. Apocalypses? Apocalypses, yeah. Apocalypti? <laughs> Hello? Louise answered the phone cheerily. 
She listened closely to the person on the other end, taking down notes. We'll be there shortly, Louise said before hanging up. Trouble? Chip asked. You shouldn't sneak up on people like that. Louise replied, turning to face Chip, who had just come downstairs. You made me jump. Not such a ninja after all. No. She gets accidentally sneaked up on. Where are your ninja senses? Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to hear him with your ninja mind (laughs) or brain, whatever it was. Sorry. You seem to be saying that a lot lately. I mean, he kind of needs to, and I guess, you know, it's one <laughs> word he I thought be he saying. did a heroic sacrifice. Yeah, he's sorry that he had to go, though, you know, away and leave them all alone. Oh, they missed him so much. Exactly. Chip sank his head. Before there was too much of an awkward silence, Louise waved her note in the air. Just a lady in town, having a vampire problem. Vampire? MC asked as he came into the lobby. He brushed straight past Chip, not bothering to acknowledge him. Rude. <laughs> I'll handle it. Chip offered. MC and Louise both looked at him. It's okay, we've got it. MC said. No, really. Chip took the note from Louise's hand. It'll be fine. Turns out it's Chip's other brother. (laughs) Skeet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hello, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, bro. (laughs) Hello, bro, dude. (laughs) MC decided to let him go. At least it meant he was out of the house. As Chip was about to leave, Louise told him to call if he needed backup. Chip just nodded. It dawned on Chip that his car was no longer in the large mansion driveway. There was MC's DeSoto, Tifa's Peugeot, and Jay's Rust Bucket Mini that he had gotten in exchange for his Porsche when he'd lost all his fortune. So there's an American car... Where's Peugeot from? Italian, France? French, yeah, yeah, probably French. A Mini, so an English, and a Porsche, and an Italian car. No <laughs> Japanese cars in Japan. Just none. Eh. Chip opened the garage, but his car was gone. What car did Chip have? I don't know. Robin Reliance or something. <laughs> They'd probably sold it to raise some extra cash. He contemplated getting the bus, but that meant mixing with people, and he just wasn't ready. Never feel. Yeah, I don't want to talk to anyone on the bus. What a worst place to have a conversation. Chip buttoned up his long black coat to avoid the crisp winter's air and stuffed his hands into his pockets as he began his long walk. He held on tightly to the wooden stake that rested against his leg. Oh, so it's just in his pocket, is it? Like he's just jammed it into the pocket of his jeans. Like I just put that wallet, key, stake. Is it like, like down his waistband? Is it sort of? Oh yeah, it could be. Is yeah. it? Does but he have he's it holding onto his... it though? Does he have it like down his trousers? So it looks like he's got a big pointy cock. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> also, I like his lack of urgency of getting to this like killer. Yeah. You know, yeah. the vampire on the loose. Okay, I'll be there in about forty-five minutes. Just got to walk in. You know. I mean, longer. They're like twenty minutes drive or something. 20... We've... Yeah, from we've established yeah. this before. <laughs> It can take a while. Like... You think you'll be okay? Louise asked MC once Chip was out of the door. I'm not going to waste vital brain power on thinking about Chip's safety. The phone rang again. It's all good today, isn't it? Tifa said as she and Jay joined MC and Louise in the lobby. Again, Louise answered politely. It's him, she said. Him who? Jay asked. Chief Inspector Harato. <gasps> MZ replied without even hearing his voice. With his ninja telepathic abilities. Yes. <laughs> Louise put the phone call on speakerphone so everyone could hear. So, how's things at Ninja Inc.? Hirato started by saying. You phone because you want to say something. MC said. So stop bitching and get to the point. As you wish. The time at the moment, people, is 5.28pm, exactly. <laughs> Hirato wrote to Marugason. Oh my God, you're Hirato. 
I don't know what you mean. Ah, as you wish. The time at the moment, people, is 5.28pm exactly. In 18 hours and 32 <laughs> minutes, I will be sending a highly trained SWAT team to your residence. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Mystery. I wonder but... why this episode is called SWAT. Mm. SWAT? Tifa asked. Yes, Miss Lockhart. Samurai Warriors and Tactics. <gasps> That's what SWAT stands for. Oh my God. Ah, I did Samurai are the natural enemy of ninjas as well. I know. That's why I did it, I think. <laughs> like Spider-Man and Scorpion. <laughs> Samurai Warriors and Tactics. I changed, what, two words from what the SWAT actually yes. means? Yes. <laughs> so Chief Inspector Harato mm. and whoever his mysterious boss and backers are, mm. they've got an army of Samurai Warriors to take <sighs> out the ninjas. Ah! I still feel like demons would have... Because they have superpowers. But the thing is, we've seen demons, right? Yeah. We haven't seen any samurais yet. To be fair, MC hasn't killed many people? Uh, One or two. He killed that guy... um, Oh, Freddy, who's at the start of the season? Guy. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess if there's an army coming at you and they're going to kill you, then... Yeah, yeah. true. There's a hundred of them, remember. That's true. How many push-ups in that (laughs) What demons did you hire to be your muscle then, Harato? MC said sarcastically. No demons. They are human. Ooh. Trained by the highest ranked senseis our funders could afford. They are brutal, merciless killers and, as I'm sure your master Shinokan will tell you, are mortal enemies of ninjas. Mm-hmm. I could go into detail with the training schedules we've had them, but I prefer action rather than words. It's going to like break down like yeah. the entire training process. Well, on Monday, they do your hot <laughs> yoga. On Tuesday, it's legs, bums and tums. Wednesday is a rest day, but they go for a gentle jog about noon. Also, do you think they've trained for an entire year? <laughs> as is the appropriate amount of time to become like a, a martial arts expert. Uh, also, he's kind of giving away a lot of shit here. Yeah. Including the stuff about the funders. He's very confident, I find. Like, he's like, yeah. I'm just going to... Because he's actually warning them that in 18 hours, they're yeah. going to get hit by an army. So there's a, a certain amount of um, bravado about him, isn't there? Mm. Or he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been around for a long time. We would have thought he would have learned caution. Yeah. The thing is, they're samurais, not ninjas. Ninjas, sneaky, stealthy. Mm. Samurais, right in your face. Do True. you know what I mean? Always getting up in your grill. Yep. In the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, mate. <laughs> you lords of slag, mate. <laughs> Could have fooled me. MC said. That so-called witty mouth of yours will be ripped away from your skull tomorrow, Mr. Duma. Wow, that's quite a threat, isn't it? It is. Also, I'm not sure he's got a witty mouth, to be honest, but... <laughs> this is not pretty mouth. <laughs> My teacher called me Mr. Duma at school. My friends call me MC. You're neither shithead. Which is a line from Die Hard. <laughs> Almost a word for word, a line from Die Hard. Excellent. Well, I must be off, but get a good night's sleep, because it will be your last. Click. <laughs> Sound of the phone going down, I guess. Hirato ended the conversation, leaving a bewildered group. This is interesting now, because they've been warned. I'm really curious to see what happens because they've been warned 18 hours and 30 mm. what minutes in advance mm. that they're going to be attacked. Mm. What, what, is, what are they going to do? What's going to be their super plan to get out of this? Didn't the exact same thing happen with Jack when he was like, I'm sending all my zombies or vampires or whatever after you in the mansion? Yes. And then they just fought them all. No, no, no. If you remember, actually, he left one behind. Oh, because that he was, was his uh, master plan. Yeah, yes. he was immortal until yeah. 
you know, uh, his army was wiped out. Of course. So that... he left one behind in a safe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Harato will learn his lesson from that. <laughs> He'll leave two behind. <laughs> two different safes. Put one on a plane to, like, Italy or something. It was silent in the mansion as everyone waited for someone else to break the silence. They all started at each other. <laughs> Come on, mate, you want some? <laughs> it seems we have a fight coming. Shinokan said as he entered the room. He could leave. <laughs> Do we drink for enter? No, uh, it hasn't been a bit. Yeah, okay. If he's telling the truth. MC said. You think he might be bluffing? Louise asked their leader. MC nodded. It would be a good ploy to throw us off our game for a while. Tifa added. Maybe they're even planning to do something else. So this was just a diversion. Jay said. I think that's a good point. Like, mm. uh, you know, you keep them in the mansion or just send them out of Tokyo, whatever they want to do, you know. And... Well done, Tifa and Jay. What's happening? <laughs> no. Shinokan said bluntly. Oh, okay. That's... No, fair enough. Shut up, Tifa and Jay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no. Shinokan said bluntly. I have seen this type of thing before. Ooh. The gang all took seats at the lobby table. Knowing Shino Khan was about to do some reminiscing. Have we had a lobby table before? I don't know, I was wondering that. Is it a different table? <laughs> can't be the coffee table, because you can't... You can sit around a coffee table, but yeah. you can't sit at a coffee table, yeah. right? So there must be some sort of long dining table. Now, how do they get through the front door and into the other room? There's all <laughs> this have furniture. have over it. <laughs> uh, also, I like how he says reminiscing. It's sort of like, well, when I was a boy, <laughs> during the time I was learning my craft as a ninja... I was told tales of born killers, bred for the sole purpose of wiping out the ninja numbers. They were the samurais. Do not underestimate them. They are trained to kill. Mm. Quite egotistical. I'm pretty sure samurais weren't bred even <laughs> to kill ninjas. In this universe they were, MC. Oh, okay. Right. And maybe ninjas that's... came along first, then samurais. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were like, oh no, how do we take out these ninjas? I know, let's make samurais. That's what we'll do. <laughs> But why don't you think it could be a bluff? Louise asked. Because I have seen this thing before. Around the time of my father's death. (gasps) He was murdered in unusual circumstances. And I looked into the samurais. All I found was a fight. Ah, so again, linking the whole Harato and the samurai Mm. thing to Shinokan's death. Um, Not Shinokan, but his father's death. Mm. Interesting, sort of. Why didn't Shinokan's dad come back as a ghost? Don't know. Why doesn't every Jedi come back as a ghost? Good question. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Take that, George Lucas, you prick. <laughs> Fucking hack. <laughs> Tomorrow Gerson is way better than Star Wars. <laughs> to be fair, better than like episodes one to three. Yeah, that's true. There was a silence. Oh, you're finished. Tifa said. You usually take longer telling your stories. I apologise. My knowledge of these samurais is limited. I shall find out more tonight and inform you in the morning. One thing I can assure you is they are pure evil. (laughs) Shinokan sounds like some sort of right-wing Brexiter, doesn't he? Like, (laughs) these immigrants are terrible, they're breaking the economy. Damn samurais going over here, (laughs) taking our swords. (laughs) Well, it's straight to bed with a mug of hot chocolate for us. MC joked, trying to lighten the atmosphere, which was a little difficult when an army is about to come and kill you all horribly in your own home. I mean, you can leave. <laughs> but it's only just gone seven. Jay protested like a little boy who'd been told to go to bed when it was still light outside. 
think I'm harboring some sort of resentment against my own mother then. Yeah. <laughs> Say I've been holding on to you for years and years. Oh, it's only seven o'clock, Mum. Ryan is at 16 and your mum's <laughs> like, time to go to bed, Chip. <laughs> I want a hot chocolate first. <laughs> yeah, I do think going to bed at seven is still silly though. Yes. Yeah, you just, you still got loads of time. Like, you could go to bed at midnight, get up at nine, and that's nine hours sleep, and you've still got loads of time to prepare. Can't tell if you're joking. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Marie Jenkins was in her late 20s and was already widowed. Her husband had been killed just over two months ago in mysterious circumstances. Sam Jenkins had been murdered. Someone had pierced his neck twice and drained him of his blood. What could it be? Mmm. Samurai? Yes. <laughs> I spoke to the police about it. Rosie told Chip as they sat in her kitchen drinking tea. But I was told that a murder like this rarely gets solved. That's a really harsh thing for the police to say, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, your husband's dead, but it's now we can do about it, so, you know, might as well get over it. <laughs> Who did you speak to? A guy called Hirati or Harto. Hmm, that could be anyone. <laughs> Hirato. Chip said to himself more than anyone else. Rosie nodded. She had been a fairly pleasant woman, despite the stress she had been put through in the last few months. Bit of a bitch, really. <laughs> I mean, she only had chocolate digestives. That's better than plain digestives. Yeah, but Chip was hoping for hobnobs. <laughs> I'm always hoping for hobnobs. Hell yeah. Chip found her almost soothing, and yet he was completely confusing at the same time. He was completely confusing. <laughs> it's confusing a lot of the time. Did he just go up to him and was like, I am a duck? <laughs> and then did a little dance. <laughs> It had been a long while since he had been in direct contact with another human being, the gang aside that he wasn't trying to kill. He had an overwhelming urge to help her. This is kind of interesting then. So it's kind mm. of Chip's first mission since he got yeah. came back from hell after the heroic sacrifice, training again with Shin Nakan, now he's finally out in the field sort of That's thing. That's true. And it's good that he does want to hurt... Uh, I, I said hurt her there, Freudian slip. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Good that he wants to help her. Yeah. But then again, last time he tried to help someone, he beat up an old lady oh god he's gonna murder this woman isn't he <laughs> so why did you call us to solve the crime chip asked her no i this is going to sound crazy chip assured her it wouldn't last night as i was coming back from town i heard sam's voice it wasn't the first time i often thought about the way he used to speak to me when we were together oh yeah sexy pillow talk <laughs> but the voice kept getting louder i turned around and i saw him I saw Sam, large as life, standing behind me. What did you do? I ran. Rosie laughed, trying to disguise her tears. I ran for my own husband. This time, she couldn't hold back her grief. She apologised and headed for another room to get some tissues. Chip's like, all right, here come the waterworks. <laughs> Off you go, love. Don't want to see this. No one wants to see that. It was pretty clear, what with her husband's mysterious death and Rosie seeing him, that he was a vampire. But how would he explain that to her? He heard her re-enter the kitchen. Rosie, I need to tell you something about your husband. He's a vampire. <laughs> the voice was surprisingly gruff and deep. I think I nailed that. Yeah, perfect. It wasn't Rosie. <laughs> Chip stood and looked towards the doorway. The vampire glared back at him in full vamp mode. It's back, baby. Yes. Full vamp mode. <laughs> Sam, I presume? That's right, friend. Who the hell are you? You sound like someone doing a shit voiceover <laughs> over for a video game. Or... It's not too inaccurate. Yeah, true. I'm a friend of Rosie's. Friend, Chip thought. There's a word I never thought I'd say again. I mean, he just met her. He's, getting, he's jumping to conclusions a bit here, isn't he? 
Who are you talking to? Rosie asked as she walked back towards the kitchen. Chip was powerless to stop her. Rosie walked straight into Sam, who had grabbed her by the waist. He lost his demonic face and looked at his wife. Hi, Rosie. I'm back. Also, I like how she manages to walk straight into him without seeing him. <laughs> Is she blind? Is this the thing? Uh, uh, Sam. Rosie was shocked. But you're dead. You should have known not even death could have kept us apart. <laughs> Your voice is changing and I, I enjoy know. it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in months, Rosie was smiling. Rosie, Chip said, trying to edge closer to the pair. But Sam just tightened his grip. I want you to listen to me. That is not your husband. It's a vampire. That's preposterous. She replied with a snort. Actually. Sam started. Rosie looked at her husband's face. Only it had changed. His eyes were now a dark yellow and a bumpy ridge ran from his forehead down to his nose and his teeth were a lot sharper. What does that remind me of? Some vampire (laughs) face I've maybe seen in some TV series or film or... Maybe it's an entirely original concept. You're right, you're right. She tried to scream, but Sam threw her across the room into Chip's arms. How does it work with... You know, vampires need to be invited into a place. Yeah. Does it work if it's their own home? That's a good point. Like... I mean, he died, so does that technically mean it's not his home anymore, or...? Is there a legal status thing about this? Vampires have to go to court to be allowed in their own homes. (laughs) The ninja caught her and avoided falling over himself. Chip eased a sobbing Rosie behind him, so she was in between his body and Sam. Chip picked up one of the wooden seats and broke it on the kitchen floor. He picked up the sharpest piece of the broken pieces, a DIY steak. What about his other steak? I was going to say the same thing. What about the steak he bought with him? No, I'm going to smash her furniture up. That's what I'm going to do. He's had enough of the furniture in the lobby, so he just loses it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's Evil Chips (laughs) 2.0. Hates furniture. It had been a while since Chip had been in combat, but he felt the strongest he had been since he'd been brought back. He felt ready. Sam, with one leap, was across the room and standing in front of Chip, who buried a kick into the vampire's chest and sent him back towards the kitchen door. Chip tried to follow up his advantage, running forwards and trying to stake Sam. But he blocked, crossing over both hands and holding the stake about two inches away from his heart. He used his legs to flip Chip over his body and into the hallway. Chip was straight up, but Sam started to throw punches. He managed to block a few, but the sheer amount that Sam threw made it impossible to block them all out. Chip felt his ribcage soften as Sam continued to pummel it with all his vampire strength. It's like tenderising meat. <laughs> it has got one of those like weird hammers and it's just banging her on Chip's ribs. Chip spat some blood into Sam's face, but he just smiled and licked his lips. Yeah, it's it's not... Yeah. yeah. It's like throwing a cheeseburger at me, you know. The perfect opportunity for Chip to wrap his right leg behind Sam's left leg and force him to the floor. The ninja brought the wooden stake down, but just before it pierced Sam's heart and turned him to dust, someone stopped him. Someone strong. Chip turned and saw the second vamp just in time to be punched in the face. He got back to his feet just to see the two vampires fleeing. Chip limped into the kitchen and found Rosie sobbing in the corner. I know, Chip said, grimacing from the pain he was in. Sam's a vampire. So is Robbie, she replied. My brother. (gasps) Well, this is going to hurt Chip even more, isn't it? He knows knows what it's like to have a vampire brother. He does indeed. And also, who calls their children Rosie and Robbie? (laughs) It's like fucking... Uh, their brother, Toddy. 
they live on like a narrowboat on a part of a kid's TV show or something? <laughs> Chip didn't know what to say. To lose a husband was bad enough, but to then lose your brother the same way must have been a tragedy. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, losing the husband, that's like, you know, yeah, bad day. A misstep. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, you get a parking ticket, <laughs> lose your husband, oh, what next? Oh no, my brother died. Then he realised he did know what it was like. Many years ago, at least a chip, he had lost his entire family to vampires and then killed his vampire brother. Eventually. <laughs> I like how he sort of glosses <laughs> over the middle part. Hey guys, remember when the Hellbeast was running around but I stopped it? <laughs> he quickly shook the memories of his dead parents out of his head. It wasn't the time to reminisce, he decided. Somebody discovered a word. <laughs> reminisce. <laughs> Chip helped Rosie to her feet and aided her into the living room. Don't worry. I'll stay here tonight in case they come back. I won't let anything else happen to you. I refuse to. Chip thought to himself. From the kitchen window, Sam, Robbie and Andy, Rosie's <gasps> other brother, watched this stranger leading her away. Rosie, Robbie and Andy. And that's where we're going to leave. <laughs> Part one of SWAT. Sounds like a gardening team. <laughs> well, MC, what do we think of this episode? Well shenanigans all round <laughs> lots of reminiscing a lot of reminiscing <laughs> and a very much sort of the classic kind of Tomorrow Gation where part one of the episode is very much set up yeah that's true and then true, we'll probably true. get into more of the meat in the uh, next episode because mm. the SWAT are probably going to turn up also I like how there are the three vampires but initially one of them attacks Chip mm-hmm. someone comes along another vampire comes along and they run away but yeah. there was a third one as well <laughs> and I feel like if all of the three of them had gone well, for it Maybe uh, Rosie's husband is trying to do like a surprise family reunion. So he's like, oh, no, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go in. True. And like turn her and then kind of like, here's your brother and here's your older brother. We're there with vampires too. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Maybe I imagine they are trying to turn her, right? Yeah, you'd imagine so. Like, I don't know what's going on where like all these three guys in her life have turned into vampires. Yeah, like, that's interesting. Is that a quinky dink? Were they out together at the same time? Who was the or? first one? Presumably. We don't know. Presumably her husband because she didn't know about her brothers, did she? No, she said she lost her brother as well. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll find out in part two, MC. I hope so. I look forward to it. Yeah, me too. And we're going to hopefully meet the samurais for the first time as well. And maybe the uh, Rosie's other brother. Uh, <laughs> and her dog. Yeah. <laughs> and her caretaker. All of the names end with the E. <laughs> And uh, I, I, what I really want to know is what the gang's plan is for dealing with a samurai team because fight them. They've just gone to bed. Yeah. At seven o'clock in the evening. That's all they've done so far. <laughs> they had hot chocolate first. <laughs> well, if you've got any ideas about what the gang are going to do to uh, fight off the SWAT team, there's mm. numerous ways you can get involved. Uh, you can find us at Facebook at facebook.com/howiripoffpodcast, and we are on Twitter, of course, at howiripoff. And if you want to go back through our entire back catalogue, you can do so. Go do it. It's great. And you can find those on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio and iTunes. And we will love you forever if you leave us a rating and a review on those things. All those things. Yeah. All the things. All like, the even things. things we're not on. Yeah. yeah. Just graffiti on the wall <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Tomorrow, Gason. 10 out of 10. Can we legally uh, Don't do that. <laughs> Go and kill someone. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's bad. That's bad. Don't do... Unless they're a vampire. Yeah, only if you... It's only okay if you heroically sacrifice yourself at the end. That's, yeah. Then it's fine. Don't. No, don't do that. Don't commit any murder. Don't um, do crimes. Because if you do crimes, mm. then you won't be able to join us next week. That's very true. For SWAT Part 2.